Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. What a privilege it is to be able to speak to you this morning. My name's Josh. I'm the campus pastor at Arena Mansfield. We're in this series called Summer in Galatia. So why don't we jump straight into it? Galatians 5, it says this. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Mark my words, I, Paul, tell you that if you let yourselves be circumcised, Christ will be of no value to you at all. Again, I declare to every man who lets himself be circumcised that he is obligated to obey the whole law. You who are trying to be justified by the law have been alienated from Christ. You have fallen away from grace. For through the Spirit we eagerly await by faith the righteousness for which we hope. For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Now we'll come back to that in a second but have you ever been in a situation where you've questioned someone's motives. Now, this could be uh, different situations throughout your lives. I mean, parents, it might be when your child comes up to you and they're like, uh, Dad, what, how can I help you today? What can I do for you? Do you want me to do the cleaning? Do, do you want me to get you some food? Do you want me to get you a drink? And, and you're like, what do you want? And they're like, oh, nothing. It's just I want to go on this trip with my friends and it's going to be a bit later. They had an ulterior motive. Or husbands, it could be a bit like when your wife is like, you get home from work and your wife's like, what can I do for you? Let, sit, you sit back on the couch. Let me get you a drink. Why don't you watch football? Do you want a foot rub? And you're like, this is great because you're a bit slower than the you know, than your wife. This is great action that I'm getting here. I'm enjoying this. I'm loving this. And then you think, hold on. This is not normal. What's wrong? Nothing's wrong. I just wanted to show my love for you. And today I reversed into a lamppost. There was an ulterior motive. We know all about it. And while I joke, the reality is in life, at times we have to question why certain people do certain things because if we didn't, we could get ourselves in some bad situations. Now, you don't want to get into the habit of questioning motives, but at times we know it's necessary. Now, this brings me back to the start of Galatians 5 because the Apostle Paul is making it crystal clear why Christ set us free. It was for our freedom. Now, this sounds strange, but Paul is hammering home the point here that God had no ulterior motive when he went to the cross for you and me. He went so that we could be free. It is for freedom that Christ has set you free. It wasn't so that we could pay him back. It wasn't so that we would serve him. It wasn't even that we believe in him. It was so we had a chance at freedom, a shot at freedom. 
Because before Christ, before Jesus came to this earth, we were bound by religious laws. We were bound by doing things in a religious way. This is why in that text we read that Paul says, look, you don't need to get circumcised anymore. I don't know, but like, I'm quite glad about that. You don't need to do that stuff anymore. Because all that matters is relationship and faith and love of Jesus. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. No ulterior motive. It was so a loving father could see his children live life as he intended it. See, the motive, the plan of heaven was to set us free to live in freedom, to experience life in all of its abundance so that we could live unbound, unrestricted, unfettered to be the people we are called to be. And if you are in Jesus today, this is available to you. And if not, it can be available to you as well as you step into that relationship with him. Now, we live in a world that's never been more bound, bound with addiction, restless with a lack of peace, lost with no moral compass to guide, broken with no idea how to be made right. It's not hard to see. It's everywhere, in our young, in our old, in men and in women, adults and children. The way of the world is not leading to freedom. People are bound. And you sit here today, and if you have a real think, I think you would admit, along with me, that our world isn't free. The problem is this, that as the people of God, we live in the world. The Bible says this, that we are in the world, but not of it. See, the people of God are not supposed to separate themselves from the world. No, we are supposed to be in the world. But just because we're in the world doesn't mean we are of the world. But if we're not careful, the way of the world so impacts us, so impacts our souls, so impacts our hearts, that the people of God look more like the people of the world than the people of Jesus. We don't look like the loving, peaceful, free community that we are called to be. If you felt this pressing in, this restlessness, this fear and anxiety, the pain of comparison and envy, the unrest of having to one-up your neighbour, this is not the fruit of a relationship with Jesus. It's the fruit of the world. I want you to know today, I want to make it crystal clear like the Apostle Paul did, that there is a freedom available to you that you have not yet experienced. There is a life marked by love available to you, marked by peace, marked by grace, marked by rest that Jesus bought for you and me on the cross. You can have this freedom. You can have it. You can step into it today. You can be free from addiction. You can be free from pain. You can be free from anxiety and fear. And if you are caveating this in your own mind as I speak, Because I know how your mind works, because I know how my mind works. If you're caveating this as I speak, saying, Josh, you don't know my situation. You don't know my struggle. You don't know my pain. 
You're right, I don't. But Jesus does. And he said this in John 8, 38. He says, who the son sets free is free indeed. That means today that if Jesus said it, Jesus is not a man that he would lie. So if Jesus said it, it is complete truth. And if Jesus sets you free, you can be free indeed. In Christ, there's complete freedom available to us. So you might ask, if Christ has set us free, Josh, why are we still bound in certain areas? Look at what the Apostle Paul goes on to say. He says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. As followers of Jesus, we have access to complete freedom. So if we're bound, it's due to our choices and our actions. We let ourselves, listen to the, the language of the Apostle Paul, do not let yourself. We let ourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. The Apostle Paul shows us here that we need to stand firm. And the context here is that there were certain teachers of the day who were getting these people to go backwards. Back to old rules, back to old ways, back to old thoughts, back to old habits. Getting them to go back. Saying that you aren't saved if you weren't circumcised, but this is the old way. And now while we aren't talking directly about circumcision this morning, I don't think that was the, 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 the topic on anyone's mind when they woke up today. I feel this is so pertinent for us though. That we are to stand firm against the bombardment that comes at times to run back to the old ways, back to the sinful nature. We run back to things that we've been set free from and we let ourselves again be burdened by a yoke of slavery. If you've lived on this earth for any length of time, you know this to be true. How crazy is it that we let ourselves be burdened again? that we return to our mess, but we do. We know we do. We go back to that negative thought pattern, to those old habits, to that addiction, which we've been set free from. I believe there are people here today listening to this message online who have been set free from certain issues by God, but because of your own choices, you've let yourself be bound again. Please don't listen to the lie of the world that says that you can't stop it. Oh, you, you can't stop it. It's, it's just biology. You, you have to look at that, that woman. You can't stop that. You can't stop spending that money. You can't stop taking that substance. You can't limit how much you drink. It's time to stop it. Stop making those excuses. Stop listening to the deception of the enemy over your life. Because that's how he wants to deceive you, to let you know, to make you think that you've not got a choice, that you've not got a chance. It's not true. Jesus died so we could be free and God gave us free will. It's an amazing thing that God chose to give you and me. Choice. You have a choice. But the choice is maybe different to how you've seen it. It's a choice between living in freedom or letting yourselves be bound again 
by a yoke of slavery. I believe at times that we can sit in figurative prison cells while the doors open. All we can see is the bars, the mess, the pain, the dankness of the cell, but God has opened the door and he's given us an invitation to walk through it, to walk into our freedom. Don't sit in a prison cell where the door is open. God has set us free, but it's on our walk, it's our choice to walk into freedom. It's up to us to walk away from the old way of life and walk in a new way, with a new spirit, with a new heart, with a new peace. And Paul talks about this yoke. There's a, there's a place in the Bible where Jesus talks about a yoke. In Matthew 11:30. he talks about his yoke. He says this, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The yoke of the world is hard and the burden of the world is heavy. You might say, Josh, what's a yoke? I don't know what you're talking about. Is that an egg? No, well, that's not what we're talking about here. A yoke was what bound two oxen together when they pulled the plough or pulled a cart. It held them fast together. And I've realised this in life, that you can't live yoke free, but you do choose your yoke. Will it be the yoke of the world that's hard and whose burden is heavy? Or will it be the yoke of Jesus, whose yoke is easy and burden is light? The yoke of addiction is heavy. The yoke of lies, of bitterness, of greed, of selfishness, of vanity is hard and heavy. But when you are yoked to Jesus, you can live with the freedom that's found in him. You can live with the fruit of the spirit that we will come to in another week of love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and gentleness and self-control. How do we yoke to the world, you say? How have I yoked to the world, Josh? We do that by gratifying the desires of our flesh like the Bible talks about, by following its ways. You know, we live in a, wo a world where people are making their own choices all the time. We've never been more narcissistic that's proven in society. We've never thought more about ourselves. We've never done our own thing more. Is that working? I don't think it is. How do we yoke to Jesus? We do it by spending time with him, by taking him into all of our day, by inviting him into all of our lives. We are called to be different. We are called to be free, who the Son sets free is free indeed. And this morning, I don't know your situation. I probably don't even know you. I've maybe never met you in my life before, but Jesus does know you. He knows your situation. He knows your circumstance. He knows your problem. And I'm going to pray a prayer now, and I'm going to believe that you'll be set free by the power of God at work within you. So today you say, Josh, I'm not free and I want to be. I want to step into this freedom. If that's you, I'm going to pray for you now. God, for every person who's listening today, I thank you for them. I thank you that they have a heart open to you, a heart open to hear you. Lord, and where they have identified that they're bound in their lives, I pray right now they'd give it to you. I pray they give you their pain, their hurt, their fear, their anxiety, their addiction. I pray they give it all to you now, Jesus. 
And I pray as you do that, as they do that, you would set them free because who the Son sets free is free indeed. Now, if you don't know Jesus, if you've not got a relationship with him and you want to enter into this freedom, the first step is this, that you would put your faith in him today. The Bible says this, that today is the day of salvation. So it doesn't matter where you are. If you're in your bedroom, if you're in the bathroom, if you're in your living room and you're listening to this, I want you to know you don't have to be in a church to make a decision to follow Jesus. You can do it where you are right now. And I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that. So if you want to start a relationship with Jesus today, just copy me as I pray this prayer. Lord, I'm sorry for all I've done wrong. I'm sorry for my sin. Lord, I give you my mess. I give you my hurt. I give you my pain. I give you my failure. I give you the good stuff and I give you the bad stuff. But I identify today that you are God. I know today that you died for me and you rose again for me so that I could be free, so that I could walk with you. I accept the gift of salvation today and I decide to follow you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen.